right that as a rider you don't have that natural feel that so many people speak about and that it's almost seen that either you have it or you don't well if you don't don't worry because it is something that you can learn and you can teach yourself to acquire and we're going to be covering that this week Hi there guys, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides where we create these audio horse riding lessons, daily audio horse riding lessons that you can download and listen to from your phone as you ride your own horse or drive to the barn or clean the stables or whatever it is you're doing, even grooming or cleaning your tack. We create five lessons every week, each are 12 minutes long. They can be listened to daily as a 12-minute lesson, or you can listen to them all together as a full one-hour lesson. The choice is yours. We create these for riders that, for whatever reason, need to have either a little bit of support when they leave the arena or when their instructor leaves the arena. Who hasn't been there? The instructor's with you and you're like, so do this. And then your instructor leaves and you're like, no, I don't know how to do this anymore. It's not happening. Well, these are for you and we also create them for riders who maybe due to being slightly location challenged uh, don't have access to regular instructors. What I'm going to do is at the end of this, I'm going to let you know how you can get your hands on all this month's lessons, not only this week, this month's lessons, and I'll let you know how to do that. The other thing I want to do quickly is invite you to pop over to 30 Day Rider Fitness Challenge and it's the number 30.com and you can sign up there for your 30 Day Fitness Challenge. It is free and there's a Facebook group where all the ladies have just been wow I tell you knocking it out of the park so if you want to get fit guys for your riding no horse required you can do that but let's crack on with today's lesson so we spoke about this feel and about how well it's kind of you have it or you don't you know I don't think that's true I think some riders and from my time being in the arena as an instructor Definitely some riders have more feel or maybe are more naturally inclined to be able to feel what's going on underneath them more so than others. However, I also have seen riders who just through concentration and determination and of course consistent practice the correct way, very important, um, they have learned how to develop this feel and develop the right feel. So what is feel? If we get down to kind of the bare bones, you know, it's all such a, a nice... She's got great feel. Can you feel what is happening? And you're like, what am I supposed to be feeling? Because if you haven't felt it, how do you know what you're feeling? Well, the thing is with feel, and what it really boils down to is the fact that you are able to subconsciously, is what you're aiming for, uh, know the correct time to ask the correct questions and also that you're able to react to different situations without having to think about it and as they happen. And that basically is what feel is. That's what it boils down to, okay? Now, of course, all subconscious thought can be actually thought and you do this through conscious thought. So it's really, really important that initially when you are starting to learn and to develop that feel, if it's not something that just kind of happens naturally, um, and don't worry, that is more the case than the other way. Um, But if it's not that you can actually develop that feel through consciously just being very, very aware of what you're doing on your horse and also what is happening underneath you. Now, the funny thing with feel is that um, it often becomes quite frustrating if you're not able to feel what is going on. I, I don't know I've ever said feel this much in these uh, few minutes, but anyway. Um, so yeah, if, if you're not able to feel the feel, 
that you're meant to be feeling, um, it can become very frustrating. And the unfortunate thing is that frustration can often lead to tension. And tension is actually what is going to stop you being able to feel what is happening underneath you and to be able to feel your horse. So the first thing to developing this is, first of all, you need to relax. And secondly, you need to relax enough that you begin to be really, really aware of your horse and not only of what your horse's movements are doing, but also of those small little indicators that you learn from just being around your horse. So whether it is maybe a flick of the ears or maybe a, a, a slight facial expression, things like that, they all go towards being able to feel and developing that feel while being in the saddle. Now, a lot of people think feel and seat are the same. And while improving your seat aids will improve your feel, they are not the same thing. Well, I don't think they are anyway. Um, and I think a feel is something that's a little bit more intricate than the seat. So your seat is obviously what your muscles are doing and your pelvic area um, and what you're asking them with your horse through your seat. And yes, feel is similar, but feel goes a little bit further as to being almost that you are in connection with your horse, that you're, you and your horse are together. You know what is what he is doing. You know when to ask to get the right response and your horse then picks up on that with you. And that is why it does take a bit of time to develop this, okay? So you need to get all tension out of the body. And the, the funny thing about when you see, uh, you know, as a riding instructor, I see people and they suddenly, it just all comes together. And you can see that look on their face. It's like, ah! <gasps> this is it. But then because this is it, they get very almost stressed and trying to contain it and trying to keep it. And the problem with what happens is they almost stop breathing. <laughs> they become very tense. And of course they lose it. And then I have to say for the second time to get that same feeling back, it might take longer. And Again, that is because now that you've had it and you've lost it, you become very frustrated with yourself that you can't get it again, okay? And this is where being able to relax again, and obviously, as you then get it, and as you can almost, it's it's like a very lightness, this this and a consciousness that comes across with you and your horse. Um, and as you begin to be able to maybe make that happen more and more, or I suppose, repeat or put in the same recipe and kind of tweak it a little bit so as you can get a quicker result each time. And also that you can hold that result longer each time. It does come down to being able to relax and just accept what is happening underneath you. Okay. So the first part of this would be, first of all, maybe do some warm-up exercises before you actually get onto your horse, okay? So we all spend so much time warming up our horse, but we don't spend a whole lot of time warming up ourselves. And the thing is, as riders, um, particularly where our pelvis and our hip area um, is involved or that we're speaking about, maybe sometimes there can be a lot of tension held there and that is going to block any feel or feeling that you want. So doing some warm-up exercises might help you before you actually initially get into the saddle. The next thing is when you are in the saddle, remember that your horse has to first of all be moving forward and then that you have to rather follow it first of all before you can then begin to learn to maybe actively make a little bit of, just, of adjustments and you know to ask different questions of your horse through the field 
field okay but first of all you have to just be able be able and willing to follow the horse and this is where again that locked um body is not going to help make sure that when you're sitting in the saddle that of course you're sitting tall you're sitting up you're not collapsing down on your pelvis then you're going to make it very very difficult not only for you to feel before your horse to carry you hey so you want to make sure that you're sitting up through your body and that your legs are just dangling from your hips so i would suggest definitely taking your feet out of your stirrups in that position i also want you to make sure that you're not pinching or squeezing with your thighs as you're doing this and also that you're releasing your knee a lot of people they get a little bit tense and they get a little bit so caught up with the fact that they have to follow that they almost force the follow that's not following hey that's pushing they're different you are not to push you have to follow two very very different things okay so you want to rather let your legs just hang and then focus on almost gently draping or wrapping them around your horse you're not squeezing you are not <laughs> making your legs into a vice grip that your poor horse is stuck in okay it is just nice and gentle and it's also what's important here is that is particularly from the knee down, your leg is not sticking out off your horse's side because when your leg sticks out, that often denotes that your hips are a little bit locked. So I want you just to make sure that, and often what helps is either by pushing the outside of your foot, so the, the little toe kind of side of your foot down a little bit, or also just taking your knee off can help with that, okay? So when your horse begins to actually walk, what you should start doing is just first of all focusing on the rhythm, okay? So the one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. So just focus that you can feel, and even if you're saying it out loud, that you're able to feel that one, two, three, four as you're walking. And then later, as you are obviously moving uh, through this a little bit with your horse, I want you then to begin to pay attention as to what foot is on the ground when. And more importantly, the back legs, and even more importantly, the inside back leg, okay? So you want to try and focus on when that is moving, how it's moving. Now, of course, the shoulders are always, and your horse's front end, it's always easier to see then and to feel what's moving. And basically, you can just glance down and have a look at the shoulders. The back end becomes a little bit more you have to actually engage in the, what's happening underneath you and also what's happening with your seat. And what you'll find is that as that inside back leg is coming up and forward, your seat on that side will dip slightly, okay? So what you'll find your pelvis or your seat bum just dip down a little bit. And this, of course, is because as your horse is walking, his barrel is, so let's say it's the left leg, he's bringing up his uh, left back leg, his barrel has is swinging slightly to the right to almost make room for this left leg that's going to be coming forward underneath him okay so that is what causes the dip and of course once his left foot then touches out or inside left foot and i'm talking about the back hoof once it touches onto the ground you will feel your seat bone come back up again okay now why is it so important to feel this? Well, when you're beginning to ride and you want to make any adjustments or changes to your horse and you want to do it, obviously, at the correct time with your aids, that is the place you're going to do it, okay? It's when that back leg is just lifting off the ground and coming forward. That is where you make the adjustments. There is no point making the adjustments when that back leg has now set down onto the ground because the problem is your horse can't, he can't do it when his foot's already on the ground. He has to do it when his leg is in the air and either he can take a maybe a more of a stretch forward or he can maybe adjust it so as he lifts the leg higher instead of forward so as he's taken less of a long stride or a shorter stride. And then the other thing is, is that he can either maybe move laterally if necessary as well but it is when that leg is in in the air and almost coming into motion okay that is where you need to ask your question so this is why the feel becomes important 
So all this week, as I mentioned, we are actually focusing on the feel. We're going to be working through it daily. Tomorrow we're going to be figuring out very, very carefully which leg is moving when and knowing which leg is moving when and not just the inside back leg, that we can know when all legs are moving and just almost that it becomes and that you can train yourself so that you don't have to think about it, that you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know when to act and when is the correct time to take action for the result you're looking for. Wednesday, we're going to be chatting about picking up the correct diagonal in trot and how we can do that without having to look, okay? And then on Thursday, we're going to be focusing on the getting the feel so as we can ask and get the correct strike off and the canter lead each time we ask for counter. Um, if you want, as I mentioned, to get your hands on all these lessons, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com and you can sign up there for the 30-day trial. It is a dollar, but your dollar is guaranteed. You can cancel whenever you want with just two easy-peasy clicks. And uh, yeah, if you're not happy, we'll, get, we'll even give you your dollar back, hey? So guys, you can do that. Pop on over and yeah, I'll see you on the lesson soon. Be good. Bye.